anytime I say something that you don't understand or that you might need just some follow up on, that's what that's what Dima is doing here. Uh, he can translate for me. Is that cool? <laughs> you want to tell him that? Okay, I'm going to start feeling left out pretty soon. <laughs> You're listening to the Music Magnet podcast for October 29th, 2017. Learn more at musicmagnet.com. Hi, and welcome to another Music Manumit. I am Tom, and on today's show, we have uh, a Russian artist by by the name of Cutside. Now, before we go into assist, this was a crazy interview. Let me tell you why. All right, in the past, long time ago, we've had artists on an artist on who didn't speak English, and we had a translator. But it's been a while. It was pretty early on in the show, so it was awkward. I didn't quite know how to go through the interview questions. We've interviewed people from other countries before, but they've all, they've all somewhat spoken English. This artist from Russia, we had to get a translator, and the translator did a great job. And uh, I actually found out he was typing it in the Google Docs of questions that I created. And I was able to read what he was typing as he was talking to the person. So maybe it went better for me while you're going to be listening to this. I don't know. It was crazy. It was nice. I think it actually went much better than I thought it was going to go. Um, he w- it was an interesting guy. This is this is uh, one of our translated versions of the show. So here I am interviewing Cutside starting right now. Where can people find your music? I know it's available on Block Sonic, uh, but where else can they find it? Mm-hmm. So Tom, he basically said literally everywhere. Okay. And I think you heard you heard the different iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, I guess whatever other platform you can think of, it's there. Okay. And is that through Block Sonic or have you been releasing on your own uh before you were on Block Sonic? Uh yeah, Mm-hmm. So after the first release, he um he basically figured out how to do this himself without the assistance of labels or anyone else. And oh. um, he just uploaded kind of, uh, you know, himself. Okay. No, I admit that it didn't help because the most sellable tracks are the ones that were released on the label. Ah, okay. He's saying that uh, it, that didn't, regardless, that didn't really help much because the, you know, the only mainstream stuff or stuff that sells is anything going through a label. So that was, I guess, somewhat disappointing. Okay. And would you, uh, sorry, I'm getting off topic here a little bit, but were you uh, trying to sell it on your own website or was it just trying to do it through the usual channels that all the other labels were using? Ну, сайта я хотел сделать, пытался, но, в общем, тяжело это, долго и Я подумал, что, наверное, не стоит все-таки соцсети, не знаю, сейчас, по крайней мере, людям через соцсети музыку слушать проще, чем через сайты. Не всякие, ну, не знаю, как у вас, у нас, по крайней мере, люди очень ленивые, они не хотят на сайты заходить. Вот они, не знаю, почему так, у нас только через соцсети все делается в основном. 
Okay. Um, so basically, people are the perception is that people are kind of lazy and they're not going to go to any of these sites. So okay. at, at least as far as Russia is concerned, um, people listen to music through uh, social networks. Really? That's like that's like the primary way to do it. And I don't. Я так понимаю, что через ВКонтакте там, или, или, или Facebook, но это да. две самые такие. Um, there's, so for, for, I guess, Tom, your listeners or whoever, there's, there's obviously Facebook, you know about that. But there is a Russian version of Facebook that is huge for sharing um, content. Yeah, yeah, of, which means in contact, essentially, when you translate it. Okay. And uh, that, that's actually the primary way that I listen to music um, because it... it it kind of circumvents copyrights and different things like that. Um, so there's a lot of people that listen through that platform. Okay. Um, and then let's move that. That's actually very interesting. Uh, the, uh, the next question is, um, so tell us about your music and, uh, what, what you're working on. So if you could describe your music for people listening and then just kind of say what you're working on right now. Что можно рассказать? На, на чем я работаю сейчас? Вот на Блоксонике выйдет EP новый. Называется он Empire. Пять треков будет там. Ну, когда он появится, вы по, по обложке поймете, о чем там. Четыре инструментальных трека. Один совместно с ребятами с США, с MC. Вот. Ну вот пока, пока все. В принципе, планов-то много очень. Я очень много планов на будущее строю. Ну, как обычно, понятное дело, что половина из них не сбудется, поэтому пока не, не буду, наверное, раскрывать всех карт. А для тех, которые слушают, если абсолютно не знают, какая жанра музыки и так далее, может быть, объяснить это для него? Ну, что рассказывать? В принципе-то все слышно. Это трип-хоп, смешанный с электроникой. Эксперименты, эксперименты, эксперименты. В первую очередь создание нового звука, поиск нового звука. И все, по сути. Окей. Было много там, Тим. Окей. Итак, первое, есть новый EP, который он называет «Empire». Это будет около пяти треков. Четыре из инструментальные, и один из like an amalgamation with other artists, um, I, I guess maybe folks from the U.S. and, and other places. Um, he has uh, a ton of plans for the future, but um, in true Russian fashion, we don't like to talk about things that haven't happened yet because half of that shit's going to fail. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, he's, he, he's just, he's optimistic about everything that's coming down the pipeline. Okay. Um, and then as far as the, the music is concerned, um, I think you heard it, it's uh, trip hop mixed with some electronic and it's always looking for a new sound. So it's a lot of experimentation on his part. Okay. Uh, how do, uh, how do you find some of the collaborators that you work with? Одни пишут сами, многих я сам нахожу. Просто в SoundCloud листаю ленту, слушаю по, по хэштегам, смотрю, мне понравилось, я написал, если человек согласился, мы работаем. Вот и все, в принципе, все просто. Mm -hmm. So there are some people that reach out to him mm -hmm. uh, directly, and then others he'll find, you know, through the SoundCloud, um, you know, whatever that platform allows you to listen to different musics or just through hashtags. He'll find something he likes and then he'll reach out to them and say, hey, do you want to collaborate? 
could you ask him to uh, expand on hashtags a little bit? Он вроде не понимает, как через хэштеги. Ну, как? Просто забиваешь хэштег, допустим, там, трип-хоп. Все, пошел. Оно выдало все треки абсолютно, кто другие люди загружали треки с подобным хэштегом. И просто слушаешь, и все. А, понятно. Окей. И это через SoundCloud или через какую-то другую... И через ВКонтакте, и через SoundCloud, и через Twitter нахожу также. Окей, понятно. So, through all these social platforms, and including SoundCloud, If you um, if you type in a hashtag of like trip hop or whatever type of music okay. you're looking for, it'll give you anyone who's tagged their own music with that, and then you just kind of go through and you know find what you like. Gotcha. Okay, that's what I thought, but I wasn't sure if maybe there was something like some secret way of doing it that I was missing out on, or like maybe there was a site called hashtags. <laughs> so okay, um, and then where did the name come from? The cut side. Это долгая история. Сначала, когда я рисовал граффити, я пытался выпускать музыку под именем, под которым я рисовал граффити. Это было имя Kero One. Но потом, как оказалось, в Лос-Анджелесе живет МС с именем Kero One, и он мне написал и попросил, мол, дружище, удаляй-ка побыстрее, потому что ну, некрасиво получается. Вот. Потом я долго-долго перебирал, 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 и в какой-то момент подумал, почему, в принципе, я вот музыку делаю в основном на сэмплах, сэмплы что делают? Режут, тукат. Ну вот и все, кат, много разных версий перебирал, перебирал, в итоге вышла кат-сайт. Окей, а это имя сначала, это было Care One? Да, да. Окей. Uh, so he, he's saying it's a long story, mm-hmm. but basically what happened at the beginning was, um, uh, so he's a graffiti artist Yeah. and his graffiti artist name at the time was care one. And so he, he was using that as an original name, but then there was some dude out in LA who's an MC who also went under that same name. And mm. so that guy reached out to him and was like, Hey, listen, uh, Maybe you can find a different name because I've huh. already been using this. So they kind of hashed it out. And so he was looking for another name. And just based on what you do with music and samples, you kind of cut them and splice them together. So that's where that's where Cutside came from. Okay. Yeah, that's so wow. You were making enough noise that someone in LA was like, that's my name. <laughs> Он интересуется, если если вы такие стали популярны, что кто-то из Алей даже даже докопался и узнал, что что вообще вы существуете под этим именем. Ну не то, что ну не ну не популярный, ну просто как-то видимо он случайно. Может он я вот сам постоянно свое имя мониторю через Google. Может он также мониторил и просто увидел, что такой же аккаунт есть и решил связаться. Тем более в схожих жанрах. Я тогда еще не трип-хоп делал, а биты инструментальные для MC. Mm-hmm. Вот. Может как-то так он нашел, не знаю. А ну ну понятно. Скромно, скромно. Yeah, uh, he's saying it's not that he's super popular or anything. It's just uh, just like with with Cutside, with his current name, you know, he'll Google himself sometimes just to figure out, you know, okay. where he's at, right. you know, who knows about him. So so this guy must have potentially done the same thing and then just reached out to him in a 
friendly fashion to okay. uh, figure out how they could work it out. Gotcha. That's still kind of that's still pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and how how did you get started in uh making music? Were you already making music or during the graffiti you kind of uh transitioned into making music? Мы граффити, да мы сейчас, в принципе, рисуем. У меня есть старший товарищ Скипрак, он давным-давно еще пытался делать биты, начинал делать биты, даже собирал демо для лейблов. И я так посмотрел на, на это все дело, звучало мне это. Мне очень нравилось, что он делал, у него был интересный джаз-хоп. Я подумал, а почему бы и мне не попробовать? В итоге попробовал, но как-то забросил очень быстро. Потом... Где-то мне лет, может, 17-18 было, я захотел стать МС. Начал писать тексты, все было классно, начало более-менее получаться, начал искать инструменталы. И долго искал, не мог найти ничего. Потом подумал, а почему бы мне самому не написать? У меня навыки есть, владею я программой более-менее. Ну и начал пробовать, в итоге это все переросло. Я потом попытался делать дабстеп, драм н бейс, эмбиент, музыку. Ну, разные жанры экспериментировал. В итоге остановился на хип-хопе, трип-хопе, даунтемпе. Вот этой вот всей штуки. I mean, it was there there before, but now it's continued. Mm -hmm. And he used to, he has an associate or, um, or maybe a friend, um, who, who was kind of experimenting with music at the time doing jazz hop. And, and, and I don't know, uh, Andrei, сколько, сколько тебе было лет, когда вот uh, у тебя там приятель делал что-то? Где-то лет 16-15, вот так вот. Понятно. То есть прошло два года, потом... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so he was about 15, 16 at the time. Um, he had a kind of an older friend who was experimenting with some of the stuff. Uh, he tried picking up Jazz Hop 2 mm -hmm. and then uh, kind of didn't, uh, I guess it didn't flow. Um, and so he, he quit it and then came back to music a couple of years later when he was 17 or 18, uh, where he had this ambition to become an MC. So he started to write lyrics, and he started to experiment with um, instrumentals, etc. And then I guess he uh, he decided, wait, I can just make my own instrumentals. Why am I using other people's? Hmm. So um, that's that's where he started, um, you know, dipping his toes into dubstep, drum and bass, uh, etc. And then he landed on trip hop. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where where he's at now. No. Oh. And how did you end up on the Block Sonic label? Да просто просто искал искал когда получается лейбл Dusted Works Kingdom я подготовил демо парамнезию и отослал им они мне отказали я подумал ну она владелец лейбла написал мне что слишком электронный звук я начал искать лейблы, которые более широко смотрят на вот, в моем жанре, получается, и кто воспринимает нормальные эксперименты с электроникой, потому что там они более ориентируются на сэмплированный звук. Начал искать, искать, перебирать, нашел блок Sonic, послушал релизов, не знаю, штук 20, наверное, послушал. Мне очень понравилось, какую музыку они выпускают, разностороннюю. И думаю, отправлю демо, проверю, как оно понравится, не понравится. Вот так вот и сошлись в итоге. Окей. Okay. Mm. А вот это вот первое место, как оно называется опять? Это... Does it Walks Kingdom? Болгарский лейбл. Окей, понятно. 
so Tommy, uh, <clears throat> he started first by looking for a label, mm -hmm. and he tried this. Um, I guess it's called Dusted Works Kingdom. You might know it. I, I'm not familiar. I don't know if I know um, that one. Yeah, so it's uh, it's I guess from uh, Bulgaria, da? Da, da, da. So so it's a, a Bulgarian label, I okay. guess. Um, so he submitted a, a track there, or um, you know, a demo tape, and he got rejected. Oh. And so then that label wrote back to him, and and they were like, "Yeah, your sound is a little too electronic. Um, not." not going to cut it on this platform. Huh. So, um he was like, "All right, let's let, let let's keep going with this." Hmm. So then he started looking around for different labels and he stumbled on Cloudsonic and Block he listened Sonic. to about or sorry, yeah. Block That's all right. He just wanted to make sure. <laughs> SoundCloud, I get these <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> um so then uh, he listened to about 20 different releases and kind of liked their direction it seemed like that was a label that was more open to experimentation mm -hmm. and what he was trying to do and that's what sold him and now he's there okay so he reached out to them and uh the was he a creative commons artist before block sonic or being on block sonic did he become a creative commons artist Um, если вы были uh, на Black Sonic до Creative Commons или после, то есть uh, в каком порядке там? Uh, с самого первого релиза только Creative Commons и, и по-другому никак, я не знаю, я считаю, что по-другому сейчас никак не получается. Ну, ну для mm -hmm. молодых артистов по-другому не, никак невозможно продвинуться. Okay, so the, the very first release was Creative Commons. And frankly, he doesn't see any way that it's possible for a, a young up-and-coming artist to do it any other way. That's huh. that's essentially the only way. Wow, nice. I think that's the strongest <laughs> the strongest answer we've gotten for that. That's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And and I agree. I mean, that's what this whole this whole show is about. Um and uh So, do you offer your music for download, uh, or did you offer your music for download before Blocksonic, or was Blocksonic the first platform that really allowed you to let people download it for free? Можешь перевести, пожалуйста. Да, да. То есть вы давали людям скачивать вашу музыку до Blocksonic, или это только после того, как вы перешли на эту платформу, что это все что потом эта музыка стала доступна к публике? Нет, всегда, всегда все треки с самого первого, все бесплатно, абсолютно. Всегда. Yeah, from the first track, everything's been free and available for download. Okay. The whole And and I realize as I was saying that I I wish I knew more about the VK platform because I'm I I don't know if it allows you to download there or not. I just know nothing about the VK platform. It, 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 I can answer that. It okay. does. It does. Yeah, okay. you you can uh, you can get a plugin for your browser. Yeah, and then you can just download. <laughs> I should check out that platform. I've heard a lot about it, and I don't know why I haven't been in there. It's Are, in English. It you is can, in English. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. well, and that was going to be my next question. Is it? What's the easiest way to put this? Is is it friendly for people that aren't in Russia? Like, or is it specifically like, no, this is our Russian platform? You know, I, you get what I mean. I don't mean it in a bad way, but like, I also don't want to just interject into a platform where it's just like we don't. We, this is ours. You know, it's I don't know. 
Андрей, я могу ответить или, или ты как? как а я, я просто половину не понял. Он, спра... он, в принципе, спрашивает, если это платформа, если ВКонтакте это как-то платформа, на которую американцы могут выйти и там... Я не знаю, они ее могут использовать. Я думаю, бред, конечно. Любой конечно, может... все, все абсолютно могут, конечно. Да. Um, so, we agree on this answer, where it's... Friendly isn't even the right... I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a neutral platform. Like, you okay. can go on there. You don't need to add friends or anything. You can literally okay. just look for music. The only thing I will say is that some music you'll find is region-locked. And I think that... Really? Uh, Yeah, and the reason for that, I think, is copyright. So, like, I think the labels are tightening the screws on huh. um, on some songs. So, like, and I, I'm going to give this away, but, like, if I listen to country, for example, <laughs> and I try to look for, um, you know, some kind of popular artist, yeah, oftentimes those tracks will be not available in your region. And I think that's because of the U.S. Yeah, I'm going to да, но они просто не, не, не в каждом регионах. Я думаю, из-за того, что э, лейблы просто теперь запрещают э, того, чтобы слушать там определенных артистов, особенно популярных. Так они это в основном коммерческие лейблы, да, и в этом я согласен. Но иногда даже доходит до того, что ребята, которые выкладывают музыку бесплатно, я вот лично mm -hmm. наблюдал примеры, русские ребята из Санкт-Петербурга выкладывают песни, и их песни заблокируются в России. Почему-то и написано, что запрещено в связи с заявлением правообладателя, хотя треки никуда не подписаны ни на один из лейблов. Но это все алгоритмы и ошибки, как бы. Бывает это. Окей. Um, yeah, so he agrees with the whole, you know, region block thing, but he's saying it, it goes beyond that is sometimes they'll just be um, just amateur kind of individual guys who are going to uh, who upload music on there, mm -hmm. like guys from Russia. And those will get blocked as like you don't have the, um, the permission of the artist, but they are the artist. They're not signed to any label. They're and just blocking it. And he's saying it's probably just some sort of error or like an oh. algorithm that, you know, that messes up and and blocks things. But it doesn't happen that often. Okay. Yeah, that's that's above and beyond what I wanted to know about that. I was just concerned, like, would I seem like a guy walking in with like an I love New York shirt going, look, honey, Russian. You know, it's I don't want to look like a tourist. Is I, it was, you know, I, I would I wouldn't want to disrespect the platform if that was the, the case, you know, but no, that's it, it's just like using Facebook for news, but yeah. not having any. You can have friends yeah. or you can or you don't have. Well, to. it is the, the concept. Cool thing, Yeah. The other cool thing about it too is like let's say I'm I'm friends with you or or Andre or whoever I can I can see what music they've added to their kind of list of music that they like. Yeah. And so every day I can come in and and I can see what are you listening to, what's he listening to, huh. and then I can essentially follow you and start listening to your music. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then um are there any other Creative Commons musicians that he knows or works with? Uh before becoming, you know, on, on a label filled with Creative Commons musicians. Есть какие-то еще артисты на Creative Commons, с которыми вы связаны, слушаете, работаете и так далее? Ой, да вот недавно, ну, для начала начнем сдалека, вот ремиксы делал, например, для артистов Black Sonic, Maxwell Power сделал ремиксы, и еще один, к сожалению, не помню имени. 
Вот, кто еще? Да, блин, да все, все по сути, Creative Commons, абсолютно все артисты. Вот Виктор Ван Ривер, мой хороший друг, Краймиан, дабстеп-продюсер, да, все... Сергей, который меня возненавидит после того, как я произнесу его музыкальное имя. Сержант Пенарластер. Я не знаю, честно, Серега, прости, как это произносится. Но... Вот. Но это мои хорошие друзья, с которыми мы делаем треки постоянно. Они у меня на релизах были, и я у них на релизах бывал. Yeah, he he listened to that uh, to actually your your show on him. Oh, okay, yeah, he was great. I like his music a lot too. I could see you yeah, working with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he he likes it too. The other the other folks he mentioned was uh, Victor Von River and Crimean, uh -huh. and those are two other collaborators. He he has a bunch of friends on the platform that he uh, either has feuds with or uh, <laughs> or has or has collaborations with. So okay. And uh, I guess I'm going to ask, uh, since he does use SoundCloud, what does he think about the fact that SoundCloud every other day seems like it's going to be shut down? Это было понятно или нет? Что SoundCloud скоро закроется? Ну, он говорит, фактически каждый второй день они говорят, о, закроется, закроется, и до сих пор не закрывается. То есть это какой-то риск или какой-то страх там? Я не знаю, блин, у них просмотров море денег вливают в премиум-аккаунты, море, я не понимаю, по какой причине его можно закрывать, но... Не знаю. В принципе, там нет, мне кажется, что они не закроются. Просто, ну вот, например, за последний год я, наверное, заметил, что все обновления, которые они делают, они все идут в худшую сторону. Вот, э, вот не знаю, вот как-то так. Не знаю, мне кажется, они не закроются. Они нормальные, все у них, в принципе, с этим в порядке, я думаю. Окей, так мне непонятно, если они не закроются, так почему каждое обновление в худшую сторону? Это же... Ну, тут, понимаешь, тут аудитория, аудитория, то есть, допустим, вот, я вот в основном слушал музыку либо своих подписчиков, либо раньше заходил в группы, раньше были пожанровые группы, там, можно было чего угодно найти, и в основном всех так находил через эти группы чаще всего, сейчас групп нету, есть какие-то радиостанции непонятные, на которые, то есть, вот у меня, например, просмотры на SoundCloud упали раз в 6-7, наверное, вот после этого обновления, то есть, вот, ну, как бы, для меня это как, это огромный минус, а для них я не знаю, для чего они это сделали, в принципе. Окей. Я немножко напечатаю, там было много в этом ответе. Окей. I was just making notes, because I want to get this all right. Yeah, no, I've been reading your notes, and that's super helpful. Oh, are they? I didn't even know you could read them, because I'm like, I'm very... Uh, anyway, so, so there's a ton of, uh, there's a ton of money pouring into the platform. So he doesn't think that um, that it's going to get shut down because there's a there's a bunch of people, um, you know, buying these premium accounts. That being said, 
in the past year, they've made updates to the platform, mm-hmm. and he thinks every single update has made it worse. Yeah. So um, before, like one example is before he used to listen to music to his uh, of his subscribers or through this thing called groups. Yeah. And that apparently doesn't exist anymore. Now there's like a weird, uh, they're almost like radio stations, and he doesn't find that to be as as good as groups. And the other thing is after the last SoundCloud update. <clears throat> Uh, the uh, listens of his uh, music, his subscribership have fallen by six or seven fold. Yeah. And that is ridiculous. I'm going to weigh in here and, and I will agree with the groups thing. Uh, I had just discovered the power of groups a week before they closed them down. Like I was using them and I was like, oh my God, this is like, it finally clicked. And I was like, oh, you can do this, this, and this. And I'm like, oh, that's great. And this is how I can find people. And then they're like, oh, we're closing this down. My theory being that they probably couldn't pay for the people it took to maintain it because you could create a group out of anything. It was just like today I'm going to create a group. Some And it was it seemed like it was more of in a forum platform. So someone probably had to maintain those forums. That's my theory. This is my theory on it. And they were just like, well, that costs too much money because for some reason, SoundCloud, they get money and they're like, woo, and they throw it in the air and roll around in it. I don't know what they're doing with the money. I mean, basically, the whole thing is almost user platform. Sorry, I'm going off on a rant here. But they used to have better pricing. They Even the introductory level price was good. And now it's just straight up like you're pretty much paying for a regular subscription to any other service. But they even their paid subscription is garbage. It's like, oh, two gigs. Oh, great. I can upload like uh, five songs and I'm paying you $9 a month. Um, and uh, yeah, so they got rid of that. And then I want to say with the him saying that it dropped off. Uh, in the past or in recently since the most recent upgrade, I think it's because they almost got sold and everybody was like, crap, we really have to find a new platform to use. And I think people left. So (laughs) I really do. And that's why I asked that question. Cause I, even I was like, I was starting to use it. And then when they almost got sold and then someone rescued them, I think it's a marketing ploy personally to bring up their viewership or their usership. But I think this time it backfired. Because it's their crying wolf too many times and everybody's like, damn, maybe they really are losing money and I should stop putting my stuff there. This is all my own theory. This is my own opinion. (laughs) But I think other people think the same way and they're like, I don't have the time to sit and research this because I could just go somewhere else. Anyway, sorry, that was my own little rant. That wasn't really a question. <laughs> he says you've got you got something there. Yeah, you're thank on, you. You're on to something. So anyway, um, and then uh, let's. All right. So is there? Let's get down to uh, the last couple of questions here. First, um, is there anything else that you're working on or other projects that you're doing that you would like to tell us about that um, it doesn't even have to involve your music project, if there's any sort of art project or anything that you'd like to mention? Можно перевод? Да, конечно. Есть какие-то проекты, которые... Вы же сказали, что там, там их куча, но он спрашивает более детально, если есть... Это даже не должно быть в музыкальной сфере, это может быть э, там, арт какой-то другой, то есть э, что, что вообще происходит в, в вашем мире, что, что на горизонте? Ой, все проекты только с музыкой связаны в основном. Ну, Скажу немножко по секрету, в общем, на грядущем релизе будет совместная работа с ребятами двумя МС штатов, 
С ними мы готовим EP из пяти треков. Будет в, ну, уже в работе сейчас, в записи. То есть все песни уже, моя часть работы выполнена, инструменталы, осталось только сведение. Вот, у меня супруга поет моя. Мы с ней хотим сделать более экспериментальный такой дабстеп олдскульный именно британского звучания. И еще тоже, тоже экспериментальные, опять же, такие у меня есть хороший товарищ-гитарист. Мы с ним хотим записать, точнее, даже уже начали записывать песню в таком, больше в трэш-метал стиле. Вот мои, как говорится, может быть, с какой-то степени продюсерские какие-то навыки проверить, я не знаю, но что-то вот в этом роде. Вот, пока, пока вот это вот ближайшее будущее. Окей. Okay. Uh, well... Everything is music related that is uh, coming mm-hmm. down the pipeline, and he 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 was saying that the a bit of a secret about the the most recent release that's that's going to be hitting is um, and I think this is something that we talked about earlier in the show. It's this AP with five tracks. Yeah, but he's going to be collaborating with two MCs, and um, actually his wife is going to be doing some vocals on uh, on that. I don't know one or multiple tracks, so that's going to be pretty exciting. And it's it's a uh, it's dubstep. Uh, it's a it's a bit dubstep style, right? Da da da. Yeah, so d- dubstep is the genre. Okay, and did I hear? I want to say I heard him say trash metal at some point. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so dubstep and trash that, metal. Th- я очень разносторонний человек. Я слушаю разную музыку и люблю разную музыку и хочу себя во всем попробовать. He he listens to a bunch of different music, so he wants to try everything. Cool. And I don't even know what trash metal is, but I think it sounds kind of self-explanatory. It sounds dirty. Yeah. All right, and then we are going to be closing with the track "Paramnesia." Paramnesia. Я не знаю, как на английском будет, но на русском звучит парамнезия. Okay. I mean, the word is, I, literally, even if he did speak English, I wouldn't know how to pronounce this word properly. Um, so it's, it's, I mean, the word itself, I looked it up. It's a condition or phenomenon involving distorted memory or confusions of fact and fantasy such as deja vu. Um, it, that's what the translation was. I just had no idea how to pronounce the word. <laughs> um, and does he, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, could you tell us a little bit about the, uh, the track before we listen to it? Можешь нам рассказать насчет этого трека, который сейчас мы будем слушать? Ради этого трека писался весь EP Парамнезия, потому что когда я его закончил, я прям понял, что написал что-то вообще на себя не похожее, что-то интересное. Суть заключается в том, что, ну, вообще Парамнезия, это, ну, как объяснить-то? Грубо говоря, это история про парня, который попал в психиатрическую лечебницу, который болел вот этим заболеванием. И по ходу треков идет рассказ о том, как он лечится, и он выходит из этой больницы, становится все ну он приходит в норму но опять же такие у меня есть видео на ютубе загружал вконтакте у меня есть видео я монтировал можно его немножко переиначить больше взять социальной тематики я взял тематику экологии то есть 
Ну, это надо просто посмотреть видео, чтобы понять поближе. То есть парамнезия как болезнь, она как будто как бы зеркалится на наше общество по поводу войн, экологических катастроф разных, что мы творим на этой земле, что попало, забываясь, что мы сами живем на этой земле. Вот. Ну, и в итоге получаем то, что Земля нас, грубо говоря, наказывает за эту планету. Вот. Ну, может, я как-то объяснил плохо, не знаю. Нет, это было, это было до хрена. Теперь мне надо все это перевести. Правда, я пишу, он там кое-чего читает. Кстати, Андрей, я там что-то скажу, что не то, перебей и сразу... Let me create more music in this, you know, in the same style and genre. So um, that 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 whole EP was was because of that. Uh, so I, I think there's a there's a video. Есть клип там где это самое по по поводу этой песни, да? Да да да. Okay, so there's a music video that's based on the uh, the song. Oh. And it and it, and it kind of. Um, It follows a guy who was uh, locked up in a psych ward for, you know, a bunch of mental issues, and so. Okay, давай, давай. То есть аудио составляющая EP. То есть если его просто слушать как аудио, то это была история про парня. А видео, то есть это. Это более экологическое. Да, это именно триггер на слове вот парамнезия. То есть именно на нем заключается оно. Okay, понятно. Okay, so I was wrong. Uh, oh, all right. The, yeah, the audio is what creates the image of a guy who's in a psych ward who goes through this treatment process and and finally gets better over time. Um, if you watch the video, the video has visuals that are um, that relate to this word. Um, uh, Paramnesia. Paramnesia. I'm I'm going to say it wrong every time. Yeah. And so. <laughs> The, the way that he interprets paramnesia, it, it's like a, it's a mirror of what's happening in society today with war and how we're, we're ruining the environment, ecological destruction, etc. So um, th that's part of the, um, of the impetus to, to do this track, to make this music. Is, uh, that's kind of the, the thought that went into it. Okay. Как я объяснил? Вроде правильно. Вроде, вроде правильно. Я тоже. I think I got it this time. Though. Okay, good, good. Well, it made sense to me. If you didn't tell him, it still sounded good. Uh, you know, <laughs> regardless. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that was all I had for today. And we're gonna close out with that track that you just talked about. Um, I want to thank you very much for uh, for coming on the show. It was it was. This has been an interesting experience. Спасибо вам большое, спасибо, что пригласили. Yeah, thank you for uh, thank you for inviting him. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, and it was uh, great. And Dimitri, thank you very much for doing the translation. This is actually oh, I didn't know how this was going to turn out. I I do my small part. Basically. You plus, do. Plus I plus I love talking to Russians. Oh, good, good. <laughs> Then we're helping everybody out. Um, and then uh, here is the track 
uh, paramnesia. It's uh, pronounce it your own way, people. And uh, this has been another Music Manument podcast at musicmanument.com. Thank <laughs> you.